Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Make sure you adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holy Loki Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. On today's episode, I have Adrian with me again. We will be talking about labels. Adrian, how are you doing? Pretty good. Happy to hear. You know, so like... From our last episode, and actually, I think about it all the time. Whenever I, uh, you know, whenever, whenever everything is like closing out, and I do like that long bye, mm-hmm. I think about the show that really got me into doing that. Uh, have you ever seen? It's on YouTube. I hope the series is still up. I, I don't think they're still making episodes, but it was the best. But have you ever seen the YouTube show? the most popular girls in school <laughs> no I oh didn't. my god you're missing well, I'm gonna check it out now you have to so essentially it's some um high school girls but mm-hmm. they're they're baby dolls so they're barbie dolls and they all have their own personalities of course and they're just like bullies it's like mean girls meet barbie dolls meet drama and they curse each other out and they be reading each other like hell it's very hilarious highly recommend i need to send that to somebody now think about it because i don't think he even knows that it even exists either yeah i'm gonna check it out because this sounds funny as fuck look i've seen every single season and i think there's like how many seasons do they have i feel like it's four but yeah i used to watch them in undergrad after undergrad and probably after this, I'm going to watch a couple episodes from the beginning and just, like, get my life again. Like, it's so good. Like, I, it's been a while since I've watched it, mm-hmm. so things might be a little cringe, but at the same time, it's just for the enjoyment of, like, the experience of me having watched that anyway. So, highly recommend. It is trash one of the one of the characters uh is it deirdre like her her only thing is that she be needing to take a shit and she eats (laughs) (laughs) like like part of the drama that she got into is because she went into the bathroom um and what's what's her name ashley catchavellian or some shit like that uh (laughs) anyways um Deirdre she's in the bathroom while the you know most popular girls in school you know the cheerleaders they're doing whatever business they're doing in the bathroom and she just just walks in like I need to take a shit (laughs) and then goes (laughs) off to take her shit and of course you hear her taking her shit and shit so it's like it's it's really good like (laughs) I really want to like watch it now I want to watch episode, a couple of episodes while I cook me some names. <laughs> you will be laughing. I'm. I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to like put a link to the uh, the channel that does uh, most popular girls in school. So the viewers, I mean the listeners, if y'all ever want to go um, check it out, just check the show notes. You can find it there, and let me know exactly. Let me know what you think about it. I'm probably not even on Twitter. Huh? What'd you say? Send it to me, like text it to me too. 
Oh, I got you. I'll pull it up now. Um, but like I might not be on Twitter by the time this episode airs, but I will still be on Instagram. So y'all could just reach me over there. My IG info is definitely in the show notes. So y'all could just come find me and we could have the conversation about the show. And like you can just be like, if you just hop into my DM saying bye. <laughs> I know what I know what you do with. I know I, look, you can even send me voice notes. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Like it's a crazy thing. Because it's a certain family that does that. They also do it for hey. They're like, hi. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I love y'all so much. Okay. I'm sorry. I had to geek out. <clears throat> I see. I'm gonna watch it now. <laughs> so um we're talking about labels. Yes. So, Adrian, how do mm. you label yourself? Uh, well, okay. So I have such a hard time labeling myself because everything changes so much. And there's a lot of information to take in. So I have been everywhere from bisexual to uh, pansexual, demisexual, Fucking masculine presenting, switch, fucking no label. Like, it's so much. But currently, I'm just me, bro. Like, um, I will identify as, like, a stud or soft stud or mask, masculine presenting uh, female. But that's, like, pretty much it. Simple. I like pretty girls. I like women. Like, you know, some trans, I mean, some men, some trans women. I just like what I like when I like it, whatever that is. You know, I'm with you. I am with you 100% on that. Like, I, um, you know, I, 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 will, I will use labels just to make it simple for other people to understand a little bit of who I am. But I just, I still don't subscribe to them. Like, I, um, like, even I do consider myself bisexual, but I also include pan in that too, because like that can be anything. But like pan covers bisexuality, and bisexuality covers pan, so it's essentially the same thing. But we just add extra, you know, to be inclusive. We do um, try to distinguish between the two, but. Mm-hmm. I, I like to just be simple with my things. I'm just like, look, I call myself bisexual because look, I like penis, I like vagina. And mm-hmm. I also might be open to something that's in between, like someone that's intersex. So it's like I'm not scared over here. So <laughs> <laughs> but like other things like when it comes to like sexual expression and how I like to um, you know, do things in the bedroom and whatnot, how I like to express my sex. It varies. I I don't necessarily follow a certain script. Like, yeah, I do consider myself a bottom, but um, I do a lot of things. Like, I'm not just going to say, like, subscribe to, oh, a bottom is only supposed to do this, that, and the third. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do this, that, the third thing, as well as 18 other different things, because I like sex and whatnot. I'm supposed to, wait, it's a new episode. I was about to say, I'm supposed to be a virgin, but <laughs> it's a different episode. Yeah, I'm, I will hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I lost, my, I lost my virginity between this episode and this one. Yep, sure did. <laughs> I'll be a virgin um, next year, I guess. Or, Ugh, yeah, it will be next year. It will be next year. Yeah, look at that. I'll be, re- I'll reversionalize myself. Look at God. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Sanctified. So you mentioned um that you identify as a sapiosexual as well as a demisexual, correct? Mm-hmm. So um sapiosexual is meaning you're very cer- cerebral in terms of your sexual attraction. You have to get into the head before you get into the bed, correct? Yes, yeah. So. I can't fuck stupid people. No offense. Ooh. It's just not my vibe. Like, if you can't match wits with me or intrigue my mind, like, my biggest sex organ is my brain, baby. Mm. So before you get my meat, you got to get up in the dome. <laughs> I feel you there. I I cannot say that. I, will not, I cannot hook up with someone uh, who lacks intelligence and whatnot. <laughs> 
Because sometimes it's just like, mm, I kind of just want to fuck because you're cute. Um, <laughs> however, when it comes to dating, if you cannot uh, intrigue me and you cannot carry yourself in a conversation with me, if you cannot have a healthy debate about things, then I don't see us dating. I, I, I'm not attracted to you that on a, a deep level that makes me want to see you every single day mm-hmm. essentially um and what is it like in terms of being demisexual so from what i understand demisexuality to be you have to have a connection like outside of the physical mm-hmm. so you want to you know <clears throat> vibe or interact and find that comfortable you know like yeah you you cool we can do this in that in the relationship before you involve the physical um i find that being demisexual is more so um it gives you one an opportunity to have better sex <laughs> and two <laughs> um i feel like my relationships that respect that aspect of me are deeper more fulfilling and last pretty long you know mm, so i, I think that's with longevity I get that. Like uh, when you were talking, I, I was thinking about like those people who like the immediate sex and they just like the, you know, they, they love the physicality of sex. They enjoy mm-hmm. fucking. Right. Yeah. And uh, then the difference between just fucking somebody and then having a connection with somebody is completely different. It really does feel so different. And I, I was thinking about myself. Yeah. I can go out, have like great orgasmic sex with someone Mm -hmm. but whenever i have a genuine connection with someone i enjoy that sex so much more and i actually want to please that person a lot more than i would someone that i'm just having that visceral less fuck that lustful uh sexual encounter with like Yeah. yeah i'm here to enjoy ourselves um like have that mutual enjoyment and mutual pleasure but i'm not going to bust out everything like i'm not Not, going to not a connection turn you into jocelyn hernandez (laughs) (laughs) i'm here to please you baby i am i am (laughs) what what is it like how can i make sure that you walk away feeling so high that i like like i want i want that person just to be like feel satisfied uh, have an emotional, sexual, physical high, and then just slowly come down, and not like a, a deep drop. Like we can cuddle as you come um, come back to yourself, and uh, all these other things. Like oh, but that's that's if I'm like really connected to the person. If I'm not, it's just like we've had sex. You can get the um, um, the bare minimum of aftercare um, to make sure you know. You're good and I'm good. We can have quick conversation and then you're out. I don't want to cuddle with you. I don't want you to be in my bed. I don't want you to be here long term. You can go ahead and go where you need to go. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but if it's someone I'm really connected with, yeah, I want to enjoy your space and I want you to enjoy my space and I want us to enjoy this together. I have to say, you, if we ever fuck and you hit me, tip me, kick me to the door, I promise you, I will burn whatever you're in to the ground the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now the stuff you see in porn is not real Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. If we ever fuck and you hit me, tip me, kick me to the door, I promise you, I will burn whatever you're in to the ground. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we just went through some shit, nigga. I'm done. <laughs> I get you. I I definitely get you. I get. You. I wouldn't ever. I would not do that to you. We have we have history. <laughs> I cannot just be like, oh, that's some other bitch. No, no, never, never. And I want breakfast. <laughs> baby trust me if you did it with me you gonna want me to have breakfast well you, from what your history entails you always do end up with breakfast so <laughs> that just made me sound like a spray <laughs> breakfast for years at a time baby <laughs> Dre said the dick's so good the breakfast is already included and you're the one that's making it. That's the funny thing. This bitch ain't doing Figure it. Out. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like, because one of my pet peeves when it does come to labels is that we make labels into an identity and mm. just, and not like a subset of who you are. Because I feel like we can all, like with sapiosexual, demisexual, bisexual and all that, we can be all those things in one. Yeah. It's not about just, you know, oh, you have now you have this label. This is the only way that you can behave yourself. No, we can express mm-hmm. ourselves within all these realms of sexuality and our identity or whatever the case we want to put it in. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like that we group sapiosexual and demisexual within like LGBTQ plus. The reason why is because you have people who are heterosexual who only can deal with you know like i feel like it's it's we're at that point that we can start including people so that we can broaden the conversation because when you just group it into lgbtq then you have a subset of our society that's just going to think that this is only for queer people and not that oh wait i'm this person i like to have an emotional connection with somebody or i like to have that mental connection i need somebody to toy with my mind to toy with my body i need Mm -hmm. you to fulfill me mentally before you can fulfill me sexually like why you say it like that (laughs) i don't know like i need you to fulfill you mentally before you can sexually like god damn It's just my personality. So <laughs> sexy. Stop it. I'm trying to oh, focus. You know, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the, where these noises be coming from. I'm like way too many people in one body. And uh, I'm super horny. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Again, they open. <laughs> We're open guys open light oh, legs <laughs> crab legs all right <laughs> i want some crab legs now but no i cooked yesterday so i have food i need to cook goddamn what you gonna cook i'm tired of cooking I'm a soft woman who wants to feed me oh know yourself <laughs> come to daddy i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> i feel you Oh, I want to be a kept nigga. Girl, What's who, up? who you telling? Who <laughs> yeah, I was about to go to the next thing, but you 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 spoke on something that hit, hit the heart because I'm trying to be a kept nigga too because I'm tired out here. Take care of me, please, please. please. I don't want these bills no more. I, I do want these apartments to buy my in my name or a house in my name or a car that I don't have to pay up. I do want those kind of things. But I also want to be kept. Okay. Like I'm okay with working a little bit. <laughs> no, I said yeah, a little I, I, I work. I just want you to take care of the house, baby. Just have my food ready. Give me that pussy. Wash my clothes. And I take care of the rest. Look, I'm I'm okay with doing everything in the house and everything. I can cook. I can clean. If I could just stay indoors and not have to worry about going out and dealing with these motherfuckers, oh, yeah, I could do some shit like that. Hell, yeah. As long as that refrigerator is stopped, we could. It's it's been almost a year. We're coming up on the one-year mark of me being single, and I'm just over this shit. (laughs) 
I don't like the streets. Outside's gross. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. Yes. Cool, Sandy. Go home. <laughs> go home. And I want you to come with me, baby. Come on. Come on home. Has it really almost been a year? Damn. I mean, it's like 10. What's March? April. Oh, wow. Yeah, March, April. It has almost been a year. Yeah. Here we come. Hmm, Look at that. Anyways, so (laughs) one of the things we did talk about as, you know, within our intake meeting was being having a dominant persona. And you definitely have a dominant persona. What's that like for you? (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I mean, for me, so for me, it's like, (laughs) um, it's just who I am, bro. Like, that's just, I guess that's just my main base energy. But I am aware and in touch with my feminine energy. It takes a deeper connection to bring it out of me. Like, there has to be trust for you to get that from me. But, um, yeah, like, dominance is just kind of always a role that I fell into. I've never been one to follow, uh, you know, unless it's like a leadership type situation. Like, we're all, the main goal is for us to achieve something together as a team. Mm-hmm. Sure. But like outside of that, I do my own thing. Like you either come with you either catch my vibe or you go find your own. Like it's so, simple. I have a fuck nigga follow up question. What's up? So <clears throat> let me get my uh my fuck nigga. <clears throat> so what you telling me is that um you yeah. saying you need a deep connection. So um are you saying that I need to get like eleven inches in to unlock that feminine or what's up? Okay, so the only thing <laughs> that you know involves your dick. That's what you want to lead with. That's what you want to leave me with. That's all you bring to the table. <laughs> I told you how I had a fuck nigga response. Did I not? Oh, no, did I not introduce that? You did, but just goddamn. I mean, it's one thing to hear it, and then when it actually happens, it's just like. Mm. Niggas gonna need. I'm telling you, they always gonna need. I feel like whoever is this your thing because you nigged in the last episode too. Are you just gonna nig every time we get together now? I, I guess the lack of <laughs> I can't even say the lack of sleep because I did actually get some quality sleep last night. So I guess mm-hmm. just working <laughs> so long it brings out the nig in me. Uh, <laughs> But I feel like who if you out there and you resonated with that question, I got some words for you. You know you're a fuck nigga, right? I, I, and I, y'all I, down right now, fuck niggas. Glorilla got y'all asses. <laughs> Not Glorilla. Oh gang. <laughs> I, I I I do somewhat feel bad for y'all, but you kind of did this to yourselves like I man it had a very long reign fuck niggas was getting chances that good niggas was like why don't i get that girl i did one thing and you left me this nigga been making you look stupid for years years <laughs> like, you still ain't learned a lesson what about me <laughs> what about what i girl. want <laughs> that's about to get me in this yeah, yeah. I feel, I was waiting on you. I knew you was going to feel it. What about me? <laughs> it's more than you. It is more than me. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are family. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we're not in Dream Girls. I just want you to come back and visit me so we can watch Dream Girls and pig out and sing our hearts out. That's oh, all that I want. Ooh, so that's what I want for my birthday. That's what I want, Brandon. Okay. I can make that work. I can make that work. <laughs> You're going to have to send me your birthday again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, I got nothing planned in April. Let's go. I know. What do you mean you know? Because I've been lurking. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me go ahead and change my passcodes on my phone and shit. <laughs> Not that this bitch knows, but I knew he was like busy up until March. But I was like, he ain't said nothing about April, so that is true. That I'm is gonna true. shoot my shot. <laughs> as well, trip in April. I love yes. that movie. I love that movie so damn much, and I'm going to be watching it in May, anyways. 
I I'm here for. It. I even have it on my Amazon Prime. I this is the only thing I have Amazon Prime for is because I paid for Dream Girls and I'm like I'm going to watch Dream Girls, so I'm keeping this. It's still <laughs> fuck Amazon. <laughs> wow, you always do this. It's, it's still fuck you. <laughs> it's still fuck you. I guess like the hell out of Je- Jeff Bezos though. Oh, I love that you have this thing, but fuck you. Oh, and he just saying, and I cash that check. <laughs> right. I don't care about you. Playing with me, I'm gonna double dry your account and fuck up your life. <laughs> look, look, exactly, exactly. Like I know he doesn't know anything about the whole Liliquy podcast, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Well, unless he has an ego like damn Elon Musk, because that motherfucker actually do be looking at the small accounts, and I'm like, fam, you that insecure? <laughs> I feel like Elon is the antichrist. I might not be like, <laughs> but I just I really get AC vibes off of him. Not Trump. No, Trump was just a distraction. Elon. Mm-hmm. Was a I could see it. I could see that. Mm-hmm. That's how the devil works. Yeah. For those Christians out there. Oh, not you shading them. How you gonna agree, give them a bone, a shady ass bone? Oh, I I don't know. It's just a it's just my persona. Okay. <laughs> I've tried to do better, y'all. I love you, Christians, though. I really do. I'm not one of you anymore, but I do I do love you. I do love you all. I, I know some great Christians. My friends are Christian. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Oh God. Okay. <clears throat> what were we, what were you talking about? Mm. You got me caught up in Dream Girls. The rail loves Jimmy. Oh no. The rail loves Jimmy. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry, oh, y'all. Oh, because Jimmy got Jimmy got Jimmy got Jimmy got Jimmy got no. Jimmy was on that booger sugar. Look, Jimmy just wants some of that chocolate cake. Oh, that that's that is literally the best line of that song. Jimmy wants some of that chocolate cake. Like, yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back in the episode. Yes. So, I, I wonder if that's going to actually sound like I like cut some things and then just brought it back in. I didn't. If it I does sound like- that way, look at <laughs> look at Vernon. But um, <laughs> so another thing that we talked about was top versus bottom. I forgot mm-hmm. the context of this conversation. However, <laughs> let's go on ahead and go through it. So I know you identify as like a top, right? Top and I will bottom when I'm in love. <laughs> if my partner wants that, they don't have to. Like if they strictly are a bottom, then of course top gang all day. But if I have a partner that's a verse or a switch or you know, it's just curious. Like, you know, if we committed to each other, we fucking with each other, yeah. I bottom for you, baby. You know, I've been thinking lately um i told you about old dude yeah i told you about dude uh i've been thinking lately if this goes far and i does i do hope it does i'm like will i be a top for this man and i think i would i think i would however i feel like it, it will be a very very kinky relationship because this man is a sapiosexual and i love role play Ooh, it'll be fun. Right. So I'm like, let me engage in your mind in a very creative and playful way. Mm-hmm. Let's put it on the show. Damn. So we shall see. Like, I'm I'm very intrigued um, and excited to see how this thing develops. But um, I don't know. I, I would say at least today, like, well, not even today, just my uh, experience on these apps and whatnot. There's mm-hmm. so many trash ass tops <laughs> and snooty ass bottoms. Oh. And I just don't get what the fuck is going on within the queer community. Well, within the gay community. And I can add bi dudes in there too, because we are on these apps. But the bi men that I've chatted with are not as arrogant as the and I, i'm sorry that i'm grouping and generalizing people 
but this this is just my experience with uh, with people. But they're mm-hmm. not as arrogant as the strictly top and strictly top um, bottom people that I've engaged with, and I don't really necessarily engage with uh, a lot of bottoms, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> Like one of the things I've really been wanting to do over the years is just have a black queer men's space group. Mm-hmm. So contacting that means if you're on this spectrum, I want to play spades and that's it. But even when I try to engage with these people, it's just either a high level of arrogance from the tops or uh snootiness from the bottoms. And I'm just like, motherfuckers. You on your profile say that you like to play spades, and I'm trying to facilitate uh, some kind of spades thing. <laughs> either you don't want to respond, or when you do respond, you're only talking about sex. Or if you, um, if I tell you the mission here, you either just like, oh no, I'm not trying to do anything like that. And I'm like, well, why are you mentioning it on your profile? What's mm. going on? So it's it's annoying. I can imagine. I don't fuck with these people. <laughs> Love y'all from a distance, but uh, what is your experience like dealing with, you know, other tops and other bottoms and just first people too? Um, so tops. So I've never had to be like in a romantic situation where it was like two tops, <laughs> but I do notice like socially, um, a lot of tops like that's where you'll get that thing where if you walk in a room and there's like multiple studs with their girls they'll kind of be like very territorial because it's like another one of us has entered and it doesn't belong to anything so all of our women are at risk of getting dicked down by this nigga and it's just like i'm i'm the nigga in question and i'm just like i mean yeah they are at risk because let's look at you and look at me but at the same time, if she with you, she with you. And what makes you think I want what you have? Like the audacity. Mm. I like what I like for me. Um, so I don't understand like the hyper aggression with that shit. It's stupid. Um, films, so bottoms, I guess, in the lesbian community are films, and they are kind of the same thing that you described. Like it's a lot of like very stuck up bougie bad attitude having ass bitches like dear god everybody trying to get in your pockets and or your house or both like not really trying to put out don't reciprocate pillow princesses galore like ugh, i can't <laughs> i'm uh in my part of my journey i'm actually into mature films at the moment like give me them 35 and uppers like i'm fucking with y'all and I'm having a good time with them right now. Like, they, you know, a lot of them have kids, or if they don't have kids, they like, that's just not what they see for themselves. They're very sure of what they want. And really, it takes so little to please them. <laughs> so, you know, it's a vibe right now. But yeah, um, I do enjoy being a top for the most part. Um, switches are the most fun I feel I have the most fulfilled relationships with switches because we can alternate roles and you know it's it's no when it's right it's just right you feel me so like Mm -hmm. you build something together that y'all have that y'all create like my ex uh fiance like yeah you know that situation is done or whatever but I know to this day, (laughs) if we ever fuck, it gonna be straight fire. Why? Because we just have that. Like, we were just super compatible on that level. And that was never the problem with our relationship. Like, we had fire-ass sex the whole fucking time for years. But it's just, even though we are not in contact or, like, any dealings or whatever, if we were, like, it take one conversation and it'd be crazy. (laughs) So I like that too. But she was she was a switch. She's a verse. You know, mostly she preferred to bottom, but like when I felt like bottoming, she was ready to top. And it's the best, it was the best shit. Um, but RIP to that. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still number one in the my black book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to bring back all the black books. Oh my god, yes. Um <laughs> Some of these younger people won't understand the reference, unfortunately, because it it came out of cycle. It came out of out of style because of phone, you know, cell phones and whatnot. But mm-hmm. black books, oh, 
I remember those conversations. Well, overhearing the adults having those conversations, I used to be like, "Ooh, y'all some scandalous whores." Love it. <laughs> Love it. I'm here for it. But like, um, you know, it's weird. Like in my experience here with these, you know, the queers, <laughs> queer me, um, verse. I guess is one one of those things people go after. Um, for that experience of flipping and flip fucking and all that other stuff. But I've just come across so many people who just say verse, but it's just like, but everything on your profile says bottom or everything that you're saying is just like probably verse bottom, I guess would be the category if we were to label them. Cause I'm yeah. like, for me, I see someone who considers themselves versatile being open to people who may be a strict top, strict bottom, or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. um, because you enjoy doing both acts, I guess. Right. Rather than being, oh, no bottoms at all, but I love a strict top, or occasionally, you know, I, I like someone else who's first, and I'm like, mm, okay, I get it, I guess. Right. But to just there's a lot of no strict bottoms that I see on these apps. And I'm like, it's not making sense. Like I even seen a profile that was like, oh, I'm a top. I only fuck with tops and verse tops. And I'm like, what? This is so if you fuck with tops, are you saying this is a top that wants dick, I guess, which I get, you know, you get those uh, feelings. Cool. And for this verse top, is it because, you know, the same reason? Mm. So are you expecting them to top you as well? Like, what is going on here? Like, make it make sense for the people who are coming across your profile saying that you're a top who only uh, hooks up with tops and verse tops. Make Mm. it make sense for us so we understand, okay, are you catfishing, motherfuckers? Are we catfishing our sexual preferences, bitches? Right. I won't get this dick somehow. <laughs> Let me tell them I'm a, I'm a top. <laughs> Damn. Uh, grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Very grow interesting. Up. I, I I just don't ever. Is a these gay men very interesting? These queer men very interesting. Let me put it that way. I try to understand it, but then I'm just like, I'm good on that. I'm just going to be me and whatever catfish, not catfish. No, I don't want a catfish. Whatever fish bites my bait, I'm interested in, you know, seeing how that goes. But mm. okay, okay. Some fish get thrown back. Well, let me change that. Roaches. (laughs) Let me change that. They don't get thrown back, they get put in the bucket to be thrown out of the sea. Oh, get out of my aquarium. Look, I'm not trying to keep poisoning my uh the place I uh, fish at. Hell no. Right. You can go. I like quality fish, not you. <laughs> um so to close out this episode before we get into the juicy stuff, how do you feel about naming your sex organ? <laughs> I love that shit. I actually like when my partner names it cuz it's like, mm, yeah, you want it. Call, call call me by my name. <laughs> I'm done. Um, I don't think it's weird. I mean, unless it's some fucking weird ass name like Princess Little Piddles. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> yes, where did that name come from? It's a <laughs> oh Okay, okay. I was like, what the hell? Is this from experience? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It's a Bob's. You know what I'm saying? But like. If you call it like you know, if you call it like shit, like uh, Nala, you know, because that's a, a big jungle cat. Like, okay, cool, cool. If you call call your shit like you know Christopher, I don't know. Like, don't make it weird. You can name your shit because like you never know what situation you might be in. You might want to talk in code. You know, you might be babysitting your little cousins or something, and you don't want them to know that you're trying to bounce on your nigga dick. So you might be like, babe. I need to see Christopher. And you and babe know that it's finna go the fuck down. But the little kids don't know. They were right. like, who's Christopher? Mind your business. God damn. <laughs> Look, you just you just um put me on some new game. You know, I'm I'm so used to that old school. I'm about to go see a man about a horse kind of shit. <laughs> but you know, I like that. I like that. Like I'm 
definitely comfortable with um definitely having um uh, like myself well, is like a long term partner um name my um sex organ. However, you have to give it the proper name because my dick has a gender to it. Well, to her. Oh, She's precious. Yes, yes. So it's like you have to give the proper name. Respect, respect. Okay, that's that's it. Um, does your poisson have a gender or anything of that sort? Or is it just pussy? It's a little boy. <laughs> Aww. little What's his name? Um, <laughs> no name <laughs> at the moment. it, it, yeah, at the moment, nah, but like, uh, my ex used to call it <laughs> <laughs> pee pee. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to say Pete for now. <laughs> you know, it's had several names, but like, my shit. I don't know. That it's always gotten like every girl. Yeah, it's about every girl except for one. It's just always they gave it like masculine characteristics. So it just was what it was. I think it's because my sex drive was so high. Like they'd be like, "Damn, you want to fuck more than a nigga?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, you fine. What you think? Like if you were ugly, I would leave you alone. But you're not. So it's really a compliment." <laughs> I'm done. I I get that. I get that. You know, I'm not even going. We we try we try to act as though we're not super official beings, but look, it's okay to be superficial sometimes. Just don't be disrespectful with it, honestly. So I definitely get you because look, if I'm not feeling you, mm -mm, you you literally place on the back burner. Like I will go through ten options before I come to you. to see if you know you're interested in hooking up like <laughs> i like i've i've literally done that to some people um it's not that it's just you know those certain people where you need a kickstarter to get sexually aroused and it's just it is what it is like we're having sex still but i just need a little bit of extra it's just not an instant I want to fuck you. And that's, you know, of course, from the lust side of things, when it comes to like relationship, of course, having some type of attraction to the person, like physical and sexual attraction is important. Uh, well, I won't say necessarily sexual because, you know, there are asexual people and there's also aromantic people. So this is not across the board, but there needs to be something there that entices you to want to. be with that person in whatever capacity that is Right. and sometimes that can be superficial it is what it is and it's okay but anyways you ready for some never have i ever Mm -hmm. Yeah. all righty <clears throat> never have i ever visited a strip club I have. oh you know surprisingly i have not Really? mm -hmm, She go. i have For okay my birthday. so <laughs> So we're exactly. I was about to say. So we're going to be doing um, uh, Dream Girls and going to a strip strip club. Look at us, opposite ends of the spectrum. No in between Right? with us. None, not at all. And look, we might as well do this on a, uh, on a Saturday. So in the morning time, we can go to church. I'm joking Yeah. because I'm not I'm trying to. Mm -mm. I will be feeling hella bad. Be like, you know, we was just at the strip club last night, and you know there's somebody in here. Who's going to be like, oh, you know, I love it when these heathens come up in here knowing that they've been partying all
And that's it. Like you, you become a happier person. Like I'd be looking at some people and I just like, I could tell you have not been fucked good in a while. Yep. And I shouldn't be able to look at you and tell. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Do I look like that? No. Okay. <laughs> Your skin is always glowing. I know you getting done. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I, it's because of the camera and this good lighting. I actually do need to do a little bit of skincare because I'm kind of breaking out a little bit around the nose. Oh, but really? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've been putting lotion on the skin. I'm done. <laughs> so fucking done. <laughs> oh, what do you put on your skin? Well, I'm moisturized by back shots. <laughs> Where wow. could I buy that? Girl, you could get some for $25.99 if you find the right app in the right Ooh. band. I <laughs> didn't get a four for four if you did it well enough. <laughs> um, I will be if we have sex, you know what? I cannot I cannot be I cannot say that because I actually did have like some quality sex and I actually purchased somebody some McDonald's. I was actually going to go to like something a little bit more expensive, but I was like, I don't feel like waiting, so let's go to through a drive through. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like a four for four will kind of be a little bit like I I don't know if someone if I had sex and someone purchased me a four for four, I don't know how I feel about that. I I don't know. I ain't gonna be mad. I'll be like, and I want the big lemonade. <laughs> What if they're not going to edit like the order for you? What oh, if no. they're just like strict? Yeah, a basic four? ass four for four. Get That's what I'm saying. A basic ass four for four. I don't know how it's it will like, feel. Pip, pip, pip. <laughs> like I feel some type of way. Like I first I, of all, first of all, I should be getting goddamn a whopper with cheese treatment. I yes. that's the type of dick I'm bringing to the table. If you ain't giving me no full size big ass burger. You won't get this shit again. <laughs> exactly. That you get it. Cause like I'm okay with some McDonald's because look, McDonald's is expensive these days. Hell yeah. But like a four for four, and you know the cheese on the uh, on the burger, because it's the it's the it's the little juniors too. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna be melted cheese. They just put put the stuff together like it's some damn Legos and give it to you. Mm-hmm. And just like yeah. I hope you enjoy. No, I I don't enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I wanted some meat to this. Oh. I wanted something that was thick. Okay, I, I I wanted something that was cheesy and creamy and just oh, and you gave you got me a four for four. You couldn't mm-hmm. even get me twenty fucking nuggets. Oh, those nuggets that Whitney's be hitting though. But a four for four. With unmelted cheese, we, we gotta stop shaming Wendy's now because no shit do. No, no, they do be coming in clutch. I'm not even going to lie; they do be coming <laughs> in clutch. But after sex, four for four, I feel some type of weight. <laughs> but if I get the twenty chicken nuggets from Wendy's, because I will say at least their chicken nuggets are real. They are good too. They're so good. They are so damn good. And now that they got these better ass fries, I'll be fucking with Wendy's. Mm, they improve their fries. Bruh, yes, they so fucking good now. Good they job. got rid of them fucking natural cut bullshits. It's like fucking put it's it's almost like it originally used to be, just less crispy, but like the flavor is there. It tastes like real potatoes. It's so good. Bitch, I'm about to go to Wendy's after this, and I got food in the refrigerator, and that's I think I'm gonna go too for real. <laughs> I'm I really like I'm about to just slide for real. Look, and we're not getting for foes because no, 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 no. we we do not want a Lego fish bird. sandwich is good too. If you ever had it, that cod fish sandwich is so good. I agree. However, I will say, just because I have to put the trash on them, McDonald's fish sandwich is trash. How it does taste a little bit good with some cheese, but it's still trash. Oh yeah, it is. The 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 fillet of fish. First of all, that fish is gray. Don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and creamy. It's not the move, but also when I be really wanting a fucking fish sandwich at two in the morning, I'll be fucking with it. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's good, mm. the, but always a double. The single is trash, and I don't know what it is, but it's like they really never give a fuck about the fillet of fish. Like Mm-mm. that burger be so fucking crooked and it's stupid, soggy. and the cheese is melted, so like you can't take it apart and make it look normal. They just be throwing them holes together. I swear. Slap. Yes. Hell yeah. 
Oh God. Mm. All right, we need to get off the food. So <laughs> right. Both of us about to go to Wendy's and listen, listeners. Um, Wendy's is not sponsoring this episode. However, if they hear this and they just like our um, we might as well go ahead and give the Haluku podcast a little bit of coins. Thank you. I love you all. <laughs> and coupons. We do take coupons, just not for a faux for faux Lego, okay? <laughs> we get we accept 20 piece chicken nuggets around here and large lemonades because the freshly squeezed lemonades that y'all got those mixes oh my god a nigga just yes. can't okay um, I'm, telling, I'm telling you it's the one that's that girl you, you which one you said sunburst melon Ooh, i always get the tropical Ooh, I forgot about that one. That used to be my go-to before sunburst melon. I need to. Okay, so that's what I'm going to get today when I go. Yeah. Yeah, try it, try it. It's yeah. like, um, you ever been to Chick-fil-A? I don't eat there like that, but they have this uh lemonade star, sparkle berry, starberry. I have not tried that. Sunjoy. That's what it is, Sunjoy. <laughs> so I don't like Chick-fil-A's lemonade because it has an aftertaste. So... Ooh. I, I don't ever fuck with any of their drinks, but I do love their tea. Their tea is really good. Ah, okay, and okay. for those who may not know what the Chick-fil-A is, it's the Lord's Chicken. That's how I always describe it. Well, truly, Kathy, you can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next Never Have I Ever. You ready? Yeah. Never Have I Ever had sex in front of an open window. Uh yeah, <laughs> it'd be hot. It it really does. Like, I've had sex with like the window lifted, if that's what we're going to classify as open, as well as the you can see directly into the room. Yeah, same for both. <laughs> that was like a um the scene. Usually, I keep you know blinds and everything if I'm home, but I was like uh, this was um uh, when I first met up with my uh, former. Well, you know, my ex, and we were in this Airbnb, and they just didn't have any like coverings anywhere. And I'm like, okay, if anybody that's across the street looks over here, they're just gonna see us fucking, and it is what it is, and I'm okay with it. Hell yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I, I was feeling like sexy as hell. Like, I was just fucking the shit out of this bitch on the window. And like, I mean, literally, if you was walking in the neighborhood and you just turned your head, you would have mm-hmm. just seen her get her back broke. And that shit was so sexy to me. Like I was just, I was going crazy. She, it was hot. Like yeah. we definitely follow that bitch up. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I, I think love that's it. the exhibitionist in me. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. <laughs> Literally, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, let's do a Would you rather? I might throw an extra in here. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Be with a lover who was incredibly romantic or have a lover who was super kinky. I can only do like so many roses on the floor, back massage, fresh out the shower shit. Ooh, but I don't want to do freaky shit all the time. Damn, this is a heart. (laughs) Wait, both's an answer. (laughs) Technically, yes, but. Um, All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kinky because I know like kinky people. I feel like that'll hold my attention more mm-hmm. because I can be easily like bored. <laughs> so like, especially in the bedroom, like if we're doing the same shit every time, like it's less exciting each time we fuck. But like kinky people gonna keep you guessing. Like we're just gonna be trying shit. So yeah, I think I'm open to that. And like. You know, maybe one day I'd be like, my kink is cuddling, babe. We've been doing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you there. I will say, naturally, the answer for me will be both of them. But I will have to go with, (laughs) I will have to go with kinky as well. Like for me, like with romance, I do enjoy romance. I do like it. Um, Like most definitely when it comes to like going off on dates and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. I feel like, people have a misconstrued idea of what, what romance can be. So they go off of like what they see on TV or what they see on social media. 
that yeah. they define as romantic rather than understanding what their partner sees as being romantic. So if I'm going to have a partner who's incredibly romantic, a part of my romance is something dealing with kinks. So um, I, I like the kinky side of things. I, I want that to be in the zone of our romance, meaning if we go out somewhere like on the town, go off to a, a vacation or something like that, you just opening the door in a very kinky outfit is romantic to me. It mm. makes me desire you a lot more versus um, having rose petals everywhere because I'm so, I, I, I think of one, who's going to clean up this shit? Two, how much does this cost? Three, um, this is wasteful. <laughs> like, don't don't bring me into a room full of balloons because I'm just going to be like, who's taking these balloons home? <laughs> like, like, if, like, whenever I be seeing the stuff that other people see as being romantic, I just get so disgusted. Oh. So it's not that I hate it or whatever. Like, I love it for them and I appreciate it for them, but for myself, I can't do that. And if my partner tried to emulate something like that, I just like I appreciate you for the thought, but let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. <laughs> clip, clip, clip is done. Right. <sighs> okay. Are you willing to do a sex question? Yes. Okay. So, do you enjoy erotica or pornography? In what kind? Um. So, what is erotica? So typically people will put like, well, nowadays erotica is a lot more diverse. It can be uh, listen to an audio book of people, you know, engaging in sex and whatnot or reading an erotic book like Zane, Eric Jerome Dickey, or some other people who are in that genre. Those are the only two I really know. Uh, unfortunately, I need to do better. Um, <laughs> but, you know, reading books like that, that's all about sex and not necessarily the romance of it but of course you do have romance aspects to it um well let me take that away it's it does have romance in it but it's all about the sex and the engagement and you utilize a lot more direct language so like touching on this dick and um fucking her pussy and stuff like that you get a lot more of the real deal kind of conversations within these kind of books and then yeah that's erotica uh so i think porn because i am very visual when it comes to sex and hands on so like i like to watch it happening that makes me horny mm -hmm. the hornier i get the happier i'll be when i'm done <laughs> i get you what's your um what's your porn category so my go-to is gay porn gay two dicks <laughs> or, <laughs> or threesomes like i like watching gay boys fuck i can't explain why it just does something to me i get it i get it i will say i do enjoy gay porn as well <laughs> but i learned recently that i'm really turned on by 3d um What's 3d, 3D porn? oh girl you know 3d animation and just oh watching. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the robot porn in that category. I've I've, I've recently seen an AI porn. Uh, yeah. It was for um this um conference that I was at, yeah. and well, it was a training. And that machine, I was never like jealous of a three D animation until I saw that that scene <laughs> with the AI pleasing this woman, and I was just like, this motherfucker is like pleasuring every aspect of her body and i'm just like do me next <laughs> do me next but then we had like discussions about the uh ethical uh behavior of you know sex with ai yeah. and that was like a very intriguing conversation actually but i was I'm also like fuck a robot bro as soon as it's a thing I'm going to do it. You, <laughs> I'm going, girl. I'm going to be a robosexual. I might just start fucking them fucking humans. <laughs> girl. I'm not with you. <laughs> they wrote, I, this, this AI is going to lick me clean from the front to the back and love. then cook for me and then do it again like, as much as I want to do it. Fuck y'all. I will definitely have a robot. I'm not even going to lie about it. Like, I think robots as like sex toys would make 
it w- it's going to shift society because people would now have the option to deal with someone. It's not, you know, you sometimes fuck around with somebody because they get on your last nerve, but the sex mm-hmm. just fine and you like having sex. So you keep them around. A robot mm-hmm. eliminates that. Now you got to bring more to the table than just dick and pussy. You know, so we were talking about robo sex in this and it brought up a conversation that we might as well bring up here. Did I answer this? Hold on, let me answer this first. So uh, I'm more of an erotica person and I love, because um, I, I love to read and I'm very cerebral, but you know, since I don't have the time most of the time, I just stick with porn. Yeah. Um, porn category. Oh, yeah. I, that's how we got into this yeah. discussion. Yeah. So there we go. But yeah, we were talking about the uh, the possibility of having robots and uh, having sex with them. So we were talking about different ways people express themselves. And uh, was it me who brought it up or somebody else? But essentially, I was like, so if we have sex robots and whatnot, for those people who are predators... Will it be ethical for them to have like a child robot and have sex with that, or is it like where what 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 is the line there? Because technically speaking, it is a a robot that's not a human, and they're having sex with it. So it's like if they had a sex toy that they like literally a sex toy, and they just was like, oh, I'm going to imagine that this is a child or whatever. Like, how does that? What is what is that? Like, is that it's like that's super dangerous territory? Because once you satiate the the, the predator, it's not going to stay there. Like, mm-hmm. you you give a you give us a, a molester a childlike AI mm-hmm. that, for all intents and purposes, folk folk functions as a human child, and they get to do all the nasty shit that they want to do to it. That's just going to increase their appetite. Now they're going to stop craving the AI. They're going to want to bring these actions into our realm. Mm. That's dangerous. I don't think that, I think that would not be a good idea for them to do. Me I personally. agree. No, I agree that it would not be an idea. But the thing is, is that ethical? I mean, depending on what side you're on. You feel me? True, like, true. We normally measure ethics in the sense of humanity, but if AI exists alongside humanity, who's going to speak up for them? For them, hell no, that's not ethical. Exactly. For us, it is. Mm. A complicated area and answer. I don't even think it can be answered. You just have to pick a side. And I, like this is this is the thing that I'm very not necessarily that situation, but like autonomous, you know beings that um you know if we do have robots and these robots are able to even just if it's just you know to do work for us and whatnot and this i know this is that sci-fi fear or this is that sci-fi thought that always comes up but i really want to know how are we as a human human beings going Mm -hmm. to prepare ourselves our most definitely or at least have that kind of uh programming to ensure that one if you know these robots become sentient or they're able to feel and all these other things how do we react and how do we respond to that is it oh now we have to shut them down or do we give them rights should we be already building something like a framework for robotic rights so that we don't have to have this kind of kind of conversation in the future, or we already have the understanding of what this is going on, what is going on, and are we prepared to, you know, I, I can't ask this question because I'm going to get pissed off. No, I'm going to I'm going to say it. If we get to a point where the um, robots are upset, are we going to uh, pay reparations to the the robots? And my thought process um, after that was if robots get reparations before black people. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not even on the table. <laughs> <laughs> they can have them, but they're going to wait just as long as we did. I promise you. Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, are y'all motherfuckers going to be voting for it? We're still here. <laughs> right. Waiting. So, like, y'all are the new sex slaves. We've been here. Right. What's up? Are we going to fight together here? 
or no? Okay, I'm okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Whew. All right. But that that's that's just one of those things. That's my thought process. Like, what are we going to do? What what are we prepared to do with that? So. Right. Okay. Now that we had that conversation, <laughs> oh, listeners, whatever what whatever your take is, I'm going to respect your view on this. Uh, feel free to comment. I want to know what y'all think about it because I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued about your perspectives on this too. You heard some of ours, of course, is not as in depth as it can be because you know we only have like an hour or so to have this conversation. So. I want to know how y'all feel. We can we can further this dialogue in the Patreon, or we could further this dialogue in my in, in my um, DMs on Instagram. I just want to know your take, and let's talk about it. So, Adrian, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. You're so beautiful. <laughs> Do you have any last words for the audience? Uh, yeah. Basically, labels are what you make them. You create your own and you enforce that. And it's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Mm -hmm. Let them hear that word. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, again, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Liquid Podcast. November is coming up at this point. (laughs) So, look, there's going to be a lot in store. Y'all, get ready. I missed it last year. I'm going to be ready. (laughs) You did. We did miss you. We did miss you in those conversations. Mm-hmm. We did. It was it was not the same because you know we were talking about P Valley. And <laughs> that you know that's gonna to have to be another topic for this year. So of course. Um, but anyways, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Liquid Podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy. And you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectations of others but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye, bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality you can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com that's w www.heauxliloquy.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation. <laughs>